As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. They say that the last words of any man are very significant. How much more when those last words are Holy Spirit-inspired words? We've turned today to Genesis chapter number 49 to discover the last words of a dying man. Jacob is on his deathbed. Uh, Daddy is about to leave this world, and he gathers all of his boys around the bed. Now, you remember in the previous chapter, Genesis chapter 48, that he gave a blessing to Joseph's sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. He essentially brought them to to the level, to the status of direct sons of his. He said, I'm making them like my own sons. And so he gave them a blessing. But Then when you come to Genesis chapter 49 and just scan the chapter, you'll see all the names of the original sons. And so Jacob is giving a word to his boys, uh, but even more than that, God is sending a message to each of the tribes. You see, each of these boys would become a family of their own. And so there's a message for each. That's not my purpose in this study to to study each of these with you. They're fascinating. The, the practical application that is learned from them, the prophetical implications for each of these families and where they are today. But I'd like to point out to you that there are two sons that are emphasized in Genesis 49 in these dying words of Jacob, and they are Judah and, you might guess it, Joseph. Now, that's interesting. Judah makes sense. He's the chief Uh, tribe. He is the chosen tribe. He is the tribe uh, through whom our Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, would come, the lion of the tribe of Judah. But Joseph? Joseph is not the most prominent of the boys. Uh, Joseph is not the, the, the lead of the family, at least not in the beginning of the story. And yet when you get to the end of the story, oh, how things change. He is the most blessed He is the most remembered. He is given the longest blessing. Why would that be? Because Joseph found the secret. Years ago, someone put in my hands a book by V. Raymond Edmond called They Found the Secret. It changed my life. It was the biographical sketch, the the narrative of several great men and women in history who all found the same secret. Now, they all had different experiences and backgrounds, They even described it differently, but they all found the same secret. They all discovered the secret of the indwelling Christ, of the the spirit of Christ living within the believer and how it radically transformed their life. I'd recommend that book to you. It's powerful. But did you know that that secret is found in Joseph's life? Did you know that in Genesis chapter number 49, we're given a little glimpse into the open secret to the blessed life? You'll find it in Genesis chapter 49, beginning in verse number 22, down through verse number 26. And for the next several studies, I want to walk through these verses with you and show you how there is a a spiritual interpretation here of everything we've been reading and studying in the previous chapters. If you take all of the story, all of the details, all of the twists and turns in, in Joseph's life story, 
Then you come to Genesis 49. There is, I believe, a spiritual commentary on the blessing of God in this young man's life. It begins this way, Genesis 49, verse 22, Joseph is a fruitful bough, even a fruitful bough by a well whose branches run over the wall. Now, this is very interesting to me because they've just finished a famine, and yet the word that's associated with Joseph here is not famine. It is fruitful. God made him fruitful. By the way, only God can make you fruitful. You don't produce fruit. Read John chapter 15. Jesus said, you abide in me, and you'll bear much fruit. As long as we're connected to Christ, abiding in Christ, drawing from Christ's divine resources, He's the producer. There's so much talk about what people can produce. Friend, I don't want my produce. I want God's produce. He's the divine producer. And he's the one who brings the fruit as long as we stay connected to him. Joseph understood that. Joseph's life was so fruitful because of the divine connection. Now, he uses a beautiful picture here, and it's the picture of a tree. Did you hear the word bowel? Uh, it's found here in verse 22. Joseph is a fruitful bough, the bough of a tree. Now, this is interesting because a bough is only one part of the tree, only one part of the vine. It has to be connected to the main, to the main tree. It has to be connected to the root system in order to, to have any growth at all. And so do you see the picture here of fruitfulness and of growth? There are several aspects of it. First of all, we see his upward growth. Twice this expression, a fruitful bough, is used. Uh, that is referencing the part of the tree that grows upward. Isn't that God's desire for all of us? That we, we grow up in the Lord, we mature, we get nearer to him. Uh, it is the Godward life, growing upward. Uh, in this world, yes, planted where God has chosen us to be planted, but we're growing up in him. And so there is upward growth here. And this, this reminder that we have to depend on the Lord for that. We have to depend on the root system uh, for that growth. But then there's not only upward growth, there is outward growth. Did you hear the last part of verse 22? Because it says that his branches run over the wall. Oh, I love the fact he moves from the singular to the plural, from the bowel to the branches. Uh, Joseph was one person. He has one life. You have one life. I have one life. But your one life can be used of God to set so much more in motion. Now, Joseph has become Manasseh, and he's become Ephraim, and he's going to be multiplied more and more. This is the outward growth that God brings. It begins in our nearness to him, and then it continues with our influence in the lives of other people. And I love this word. It says the branches run over the wall. Think of this. All of the the things Satan tried to use to block the growth, all of the people that tried to stop Joseph, and yet God's blessing has no boundary. In fact, the only thing that stops the blessing of God, the only limit to God's blessing, is our unbelief and disobedience. If you believe God and obey God, God will bring the blessing, and the blessing will exceed what you ever could have produced, and it will exceed the opposition and obstacles that stand in your way. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And so if you want the upward growth and the outward growth, then you must learn 
to keep your eyes on the Lord, to live the life of faith. We're going to come back to this verse and to the rest of the passage in our next study, and I want to show you a little secret. I want to challenge you to spend some time in these verses yourself, Genesis 49, verses 22 to 26, and see if you can discover one of the things that is the the, the key to the blessing of God, not only in Joseph's life, but in our own. Are you a growing Christian? Do you want to grow? Do you want to, to go on with the Lord? And ask the Lord to use this example of Joseph in your life to help you live in God's presence every day. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph, entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord.